It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's the KSL Movie Show. If you don't have a good sense of humor, you're better off dead. With Doug Wright and Steve Sales. The week's big movie review, movie news, games, and prizes. Here's Doug Wright. A great man doesn't seek to lead. He's called to it. And he answers. On KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. You know, Steve, I, I was thinking of being a great leader and being called. It's always dangerous, but yeah. go ahead. How did your call come to the movie show? Oh, uh, really? It, it, it was a carrier pigeon back then. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. And I, It's been so long, I cannot remember. Uh, I think Maybe I just, drums. I just kind of stumbled, you know. You just kind of walk in. Are we waxing nostalgic go, today? What's no, it was it was in the, the opening. Oh, so you weren't paying attention. I wasn't. I was passing out napkins. Here, play, play, play the opening again for Steve's benefit, the same one here. So it just caught my attention. Here we go. They're panicking back there. Going, <laughs> oh, this show has an opening? Oh, it's on a rotator. Okay, well, that's a bad idea. Okay, it is. <laughs> you know, that's this, subtle. But it talked about, you know, leaders. It's a calling. Oh. So the movie show is a calling. Yeah, it's a calling, all right. Yeah, it's certainly a call in. I can't decide. Okay, it is time for the movie show coming to you from Noble House. Oh, yeah, I love this place. Oh, isn't it amazing? And look what they're doing to me. This is one of my favorite pieces in the whole place. Yeah, they're waiting for you to be I tried to talk Dee into buying this, and she likes it, but not to the degree that I did. She had other well, don't ideas. don't you have a say? I have no say. That makes I sense. I have a little say in Eureka. That actually checks out. <laughs> I have a little say in Eureka, but in our home here, oh. no way. I'm mm. merely the financier. Well, you have a big old wall that could go up against. I know. That's what I told her. That could break up that whole. I know. <laughs> Meanwhile, back With the, the Elvis painting on one side. But and... this is, yeah, and, and the dogs playing poker over here, yeah, you know, yeah. it, I, it would I look so good. Good. Anyway, we are at Noble House. We love being here. We'll be talking with Angie Winchester coming up in a moment because the spring sale is here. Ooh. It's time to buy furniture. Oh, boy, do I love furniture. At Noble House. <laughs> Some <Huh>. of it. <laughs> Some of it. <laughs> okay, well, we'll, we'll <laughs> dig into that. There's some deep psychological thing going on there. But we do have a movie show preview, which mm. is sponsored. Is that on a rotator? By- it's, we're, we're on a rotator. At Call Climate Services, they're the sponsor of the movie show preview. The following preview has been rated G and is appropriate for all audiences. The movie show special feature. Okay, Scream Six. You know they moved on. Poor Westboro. They 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 knocked the population down to the point where it's not even registered anymore. <laughs> They're taking Westboro off the it's map. It's a ghost town. It's a, literally and figuratively. <laughs> so they've moved on to New York. So we'll be talking about. Well, that. they can go forever in there. Oh, they can go forever. I mean, you know, the city that never sleeps. <laughs> and, yeah, and we're we're trying to figure out how many stabs it actually takes to kill somebody in that movie because it's over three. 
Well, the SPMs are pretty high. Stabs per minute. Stabs per minute. Yeah. So, you know, we'll talk about that. The more, though, the less deadly I they know, are. I, know. I think if it's too quick, it heals, it like, heals. instantly. Uh-huh. Like a ninja. I know. We're trying to figure this movie out. Then we're going to talk about what, 65. Did you see this? No, I did not. Oh, no. You know how much I love Adam Driver, right? Oh, yeah. He is He's a beautiful a handsome, man. He is a handsome man. No, not handsome. You said... Beautiful. All right, whatever. Yeah, okay. It describes it accurately, except for <laughs> everybody's got to have that little floater once in a while. Yeah. This might be it. This might be it, huh? Ooh. Okay, then Champions. You know, I'll, I'll just, and we'll talk in much more detail about this movie, but when I was asked by the film rep when you walk out, I said, this is one of those movies that if you didn't like it, <laughs> you'll probably be canceled from the roster of humanity. It's like kicking Lassie. But it sure isn't a great, great movie. But it's no. it's cute. Yeah, it, yeah. It's you can't pick on that movie. It's a you, feel-good movie. You can't. Or somebody will probably file a lawsuit. Like, what too, is wrong you know. with you? I know. So anyway, champions. We'll talk about that. Luther, the fallen son, S-U-N. Yeah. So there's a series, Luther, with Idris yeah. Elba, and now they're making these little movies. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it is Uber violent. Ooh. The British really go crazy sometimes. Uber violent. Uber violent. I don't think you've ever used that term before. Well, it's pretty out there. How many stabs per minute? No, this was much much worse than much stabs. Much more horrifying, yeah. Oh, no. Is this like, did they get the cocaine bear to start this one? <laughs> oh, no, the cocaine bear would be like, I'm not I'm not any part of this. Ooh, this is too violent for me. Yeah, the cocaine bear's out. Ooh, The Quiet Girl is another film we'll look at. Oh, this is an Irish film that I would love for it to win. Has no chance at all for the Academy Awards, but okay. such a jewel from Ireland. In which, is, is that like, because it's, well, there's been it's, that big debate, foreign or is it foreign language? Well, there is an Irish... Broke. Celtic yeah. language, oh, the Celtic, yeah, and they—that's that's, that's I mean, what it, this is in. Yeah. Oh well, then that counts. I it I think hits. that's what it was. I I'm like, wait a minute. Okay. I really need subtitles. Yeah, by no kidding. Sometimes it's hard to tell, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, the magic flute. The Last, magic flute. Uh, late ad. This is yeah. the same guy that did that amazing movie Moonfall. Yeah. Remember oh, that oh are you crap? kidding me? Where the moon is <laughs> crashing into the earth? And it's made out, it's a, actually a spaceship? Yeah. Oh, sorry if we ruined that movie. Oh, there, there you go. There's the big spoiler. But you've got Mozart, you know, the opera, and yeah. then you have like this Harry Potter world that they try yeah. to mix it in with. I was going to say, you know, it's the a, magic flute. It's that's a kind bit of weird. That's kind of sacred territory for musicians. Well, know? yeah. No, the, the, okay. the people that sing in this thing are like, you know, that ha-ha-ha song? Yeah. You know what I'm talking oh, yeah. about? Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. They, that's in this. I'm like, oh, I kind of like that song. You going to do a rendition of that? <clears> yeah. For us, the Ha Ha song. Uh, then we'll talk about some streaming movies as well. Dude, We've we also, have so many cool streaming so things. So many streaming. Perry Mason. We've got uh, The Planet That Disappeared, MH37. Oh, man, look at my list. The, the Last of Us, the last episode of season one. Yeah. Poker Face. There's a, actually a tenth episode. I thought there was only nine that came out. So what? the one that Ted I saw Lasso. isn't the last one? No. There's one really? more. Yeah. I mean, and, the one, this is when, you know, they're in the the, uh, the motel type thing. and Yeah. Oh, yeah. The snow, the snow yeah. mountain. That's not it. That's not it. There's one more. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, actually, that's good And news. it brings in the voice that I told you about, and okay. it is him. Oh, wow. It's him. It is him. With a capital H. Yeah, he's brilliant. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's see. What else have we got coming up? We have got movie news. We have the commish is going to join us. You know, and I'll tell you, do you know who's in mourning today? Because she's not going to be here. 
but she may join us on the phone. I'm not sure. Deanne, she loves it. As a matter of fact, when we talk to Angie. Oh, I'm surprised she doesn't live here part-time. And, and, Angie's taken over our home. You know, you you walk through the front door, turn to your left. Couch by Angie. <laughs> and then there's the couch by Angie. Then there's the side table well, by Angie. Well, you want to get this by Angie. I, well, this is cruel to put us right. Well, here, we'll we'll get into that. So anyway, the movie show top ten. We'll be talking about that and, of course, telephone torture. Yeah. All of that, Steve, all jam-packed into Plus, we one. should probably bring up the Oscars. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about the Oscars. Do a little speculating. Yeah. I have the will, the might, and the shoulds. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, I was mentioning one of the reasons, you know, of course, the commission is going to be here in person. Oh. Is because she loves being around, you know. The, That's probably true, too. It is absolutely true. Are you kidding me? All right. So there you have it. It's the movie show preview, which some people call a warning. Or, oh, yeah. You know. Okay. If right in the middle of one of my shows, speaking of warnings, they they decided to test the you know the the warning system. Oh, yeah. don't and you it love shuts that? off everything. I know. I know. It, it even jumped into the stream. I'm like, how I did know. they do that? I know. Isn't that amazing? You're sitting there and you just go, and then all of a sudden, bam! Like, could you? N- never mind. I'm yeah, gonna, you're gonna. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be sleeping in the dug house. That's right. I'll be on the dug house. In <laughs> we'll the chat with we'll Exactly. Oh yeah. Ooh, Ooh, look at Angie. She's like, I got ways. I got, we have our ways. No. And now the big movie review. Doug and Steve tell you everything your family needs to know about the biggest release of the week. The big movie review is sponsored by Paris RV. Make every weekend a vacation with an RV from Paris RV. Okay, let's get a little sound from, yes, Scream 6. I had this secret. There's a darkness inside of me. It followed me here, and it's going to keep coming for us. We share a certain history. Hello? Let's play a game. You know you're like the 10th guy to try this, right? It never works out for the in the mask. Maybe, but there's never been one like me, Gail. Oh man, everybody is fair game. Nobody knows exactly who Ghostface is because, as we all know now, it isn't just one guy sometimes or one gal. It's a plethora of <laughs> ghost faces, and when you have the Ghostface killings happening on <laughs> Halloween weekend. In New York City, we've moved because Westboro. Has he's gonna been, have to work out because he's gonna. Oh, it's been. Be yeah, he's, he's got a lot of people to kill there. Yeah, yeah. But decimated Westboro, so now we're in uh, in the Big Apple, and oh my goodness, and you know the the cool thing is part of it happened in in an old theater where there is a shrine we find that is made but who put it together the shrine and what's yeah, but the to me deal? that's part of the problem because they're relying on all these old props that exactly. they used in the old movies and but i like the fact that it's in cheap. a movie theater yeah no that was cool yeah that is cool but anyway the bottom line is you know do you know what i got a kick out of was seeing a little jenna ortega yeah in the movie after we're, we're we're all in love with her as wednesday right and to see her in this role along with melissa barrera uh it there was some real charm there, and, yeah. and I, I appreciated that. You know, Courtney Cox is back, you know. But not uh, Nev Campbell. Not Sydney Nev Campbell, Campbell, although they allude to her. Yeah, she went off hiding. Yeah, she, she's off hiding she didn't get somewhere. her money. That's what the problem was. Yeah, that's right. Couldn't strike the right kind of deal. You know, the bottom line is, if you like the, the stab movies or scream as we know them, you know, you'll probably like this. I was surprised I liked it as much as I did. It's not great. I was surprised you were there. Yeah. But it it was... It, and D was and there. And D was there. So, 
You know, I and and but I think it was the characters. I think it was watching the actors and seeing kind of a new crop come in. And, you know, as we well learn, and one major character learns this in this movie, too, if you're a legacy character, it don't matter. Oh, yeah, they go through the rules. Yeah. yeah. And once but, you get to this deep into the franchise. But you pointed this out. How many times do you have to be stabbed because until you're really down and dead? Or as they say in uh, what the, um, um, oh, the guys that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway, is this, is this he's not a, really, really dead. Oh, yeah. yeah, really, really dead. Yeah, so what, what's your grade on this one, Stephen? Well, it's probably a B- minus because I don't really care for these films, but yeah. I think that our, the audience that has been following all these movies, which I've seen them all, this is actually probably not one of the better ones, but it yeah. still will carry the franchise on. Yeah, into the future. I'm I guess. kind of, I'm kind of a B minus, C plus, on this one. But it, it was fun to sit back and watch the new environs. It was fun not to be in old Westboro again. It, it, it was, you know, as I mentioned, some of the the young and up and coming actors who are now getting stabbed. It's, uh, yeah. it's, it's a lot of fun to see them bite the. Well, dust. actually, the more you get stabbed, the more likely you are to survive. That's true. That's the other thing I thought was weird. However, they, they poked holes in that one if, kid. If you get the one where it goes in. And then the twist, and then the rip up. Well, that should work. Those guys usually don't survive. Well, who knows? I mean, they poked Gail. Oh, man, did she ever get it? Uh, So there you have it. It's Scream uh, Scream 6. I'm wondering when they're going to be moving on to Salt Lake City. You know, well, they, it's only a matter of time. They wipe out New York. That's they'll gonna, just move move west. They'll just start moving west. So anyway, it is the big movie of the week, and it is Scream 6, and it's rated R. Yes, sir. Okay. All right, Stephen, I think it's time for a little movie news. Not just any news. Stop what you're doing and listen. Movie news. Action. On the KSL Movie Show. Okay. Goldie Hawn. Oh, yeah. She does not like the fact that Overboard was remade. Ooh. Yeah, and she is adamant about it. The new Overboard, I mean, it was a success when it came out in the box yeah. office. You know, it uh, made $91 million on a $12 million budget. You know, for most of We Mere Mortals, that's a pretty good return. But it was pummeled with bad reviews. Although you and I, we softened on a little bit. I, I, I kind of yeah. like that movie. Eugenio Derbez and uh, yeah. Anna Ferris. they were fun. So anyway, but it's a 24% rotten rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh. But Goldie Hawn also feels the film should not have been remade in the first place. And she is no fan of remakes in particular. This isn't just her little pride and joy. Yeah. She doesn't like the idea. This is how she put it. Overboard was really perfect as it was. Very rarely does a remake match the actual original film. So I'm not a fan of remakes, period. Well, that in that same interview, I think she said that she felt bad that she wasn't there to accept her Oscar. Yeah. Is yeah. that is that a thing? Uh, was something. it Private Benjamin that- did she won for? I think so. Maybe. I can't remember. So we were just talking about Jenna Ortega. Well, get this. Yeah. They have uh, now decided to, they finally, after all these years, to do a Beetlejuice 2. Really? Yeah. Now, they did one back in the 90s, yeah. and they had a cartoon version. It was Lay stupid. Bad. Yeah. But it looks like Jenna Ortega might play, remember Lydia Dietz was, um, what's her face? Uh, Winona Ryder. Right. She's the one that's flying through the air right. singing banana song. Well, her daughter could be and might be played by Jenna Ortega. Michael Keaton is back. 
Wow. Tim Burton will direct. Yeah. And Winona Ryder says she's on board, and as well as Catherine O'Hara. Yeah, Catherine O'Hara is still you know, doing tons of stuff. Oh, yeah. They're all very popular doing crazy stuff. So okay. uh, that, that could happen. It's still unconfirmed, but it looks like it's going to happen. Should be great in that. I love that idea. Yeah. Okay. Creed 3. Why has it been pulled from some European cinemas? It sparked real-life fights. What is wrong with those people? What? Uh huh. This this is Rocky it. didn't do it. There are vi- <laughs> there are viral you know videos of uh, two women fighting in a French cinema, and uh, this has resulted in screenings of the movie being evacuated. What? Others being completely canceled. Theater chains claiming they can't guarantee the safety of the audiences. Around a dozen. Screenings of the movie reportedly have seen small numbers of audience members. I mean, it hasn't turned into a full riot, but they start decking each other. That sounds like a publicity it, stunt. It almost sounds like the old movie Matinee, yeah. where, you know, hey, let's let's protest this. Let's have people faint. Let's have right. people carried out on stretchers because it's so terrifying. Right. But I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's who knows? Could be. Huh? Strange. Well, it was common knowledge that the... Um, that Pedro Pascal, the Mandalorian, and Joel from The Last of Us is a has a huge man crush on Nicolas Cage. So somebody recently asked him what his favorite Nicolas Cage movies were. Yes. And I thought it would be like maybe Pig or Mandy. Yeah. He went old school. He said, my favorite are Raising Arizona, Peggy <laughs> Sue Got Married, yeah. Face Off, which yeah, Face Off I didn't and like. Moonstruck, and then he added one more. Which I hadn't thought of. Adaptation. Oh, really? I would have said Guarding Tess. Guarding Tess would have been a great one. Yeah. yeah. I really like that movie. Oh, that's that's cool. yeah. That was on the other day. Just kind of poked at it. Nicolas Cage is an amazing actor. You know, sometimes <laughs> yeah. I just go. And I, like I said, when I saw the uh, the trailer for Renfield. Yeah, I just saw I'm it just too. going, I don't know if I'm going to like this movie or not. But anyway. Well, he really wants to sink his teeth into a real Dracula movie later on because he thought that was fun. George of the Jungle was made at a time when not everything came with a warning message. But apparently, every time Brandon Fraser is talking to... You know, there's a lot of stuff on Brandon Fraser right now. I think it's just because of the The whale and different things that he's done. But people come up to him and go, you know, my kids love George of the Jungle, but... What? And do you know what it is? Because he took his shirt off? Nope. The children, apparently a lot of kids, attempted to copy his title character's habit for slamming into trees and swinging into trees. And this this is an actual quote from Fraser. Fraser. He said, for a while there, parents were stopping me going, oh, man, I really loved your George of the Jungle. It was such a great movie, but I have a bone to pick with you. My kid got eight stitches. <gasps> Because of you. And Fraser says, you know, I I slammed into rubber trees. <laughs> you know, when you saw me swing and I hit the yeah, tree, it or was a stunt rubber. Dude. Come so, on, people. Are we really that dumb now? Isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing just That's how dumb people are? It feels like that movie Idiocracy is happening all over again. Well, remember, like the Jackass movies. They have to go, do not attempt this. These, you know. Oh, by the way, in that new, there's a new a streaming thing called, and I didn't know it was related to Mel Brooks, but it's the, you know, History of the World. Yeah. Part two. Yeah. He has a whole series called Jack Rasp, and it's Rasputin getting punked oh, really? by his idiot friends. And it's, I mean, they're little vignettes like the original yeah. movie was, but it's kind of hilarious. Yeah. 
Mel Mel is He's in his nineties and he's still doing, you know, flatulent jokes. Yeah. He is amazing. He's like the last vaudevillian. Yeah. You know, he really is exactly the, the last the of that old, you Classic. know. Here, take my wife, please. Yeah, you know, yeah that, exactly. I mean, a crazy guy. Yeah. yeah. Anything else? Nope. That's, That's it. it. Yep. All right. On that note, <laughs> you know, you can't end on a better note than Mel Brooks. Oh, I love Mel Brooks. Oh, I, I do, too. Boy, even real. You imagine trying to do Blazing Saddles oh. now? But, you know, I still watch it, and I still laugh myself silly. And I go, you know, if you choose to look at what he's saying. The people who are bigots and people who do do these things are morons. Yeah. You know, yeah. then it... Punching horses is a bad idea. But, <laughs> but everybody loves to take offense. The Movie Show. It is not a donut hole, but a smaller donut with its own hole. And our donut is not a hole at all. On KSL News Radio. Wow. New intros You disparage the donut? Well, you know, we By- don't... Equating it to our show? <laughs> Probably. Well, and why wouldn't they? Donuts are so closely associated with what we do. That's true. And we do so uniquely. We used to have a proud sponsor of Donuts. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And, Stephen, let's take a look at a movie. Okay. Which one should we do here? Maybe just kind of a... Uh, we can do the magic flute here pretty Okay, easy. let's do the magic flute. Here we go. Where did you go last night? Do you believe me? Do I believe that a clock in the school... There's a portal into Mozart's beloved masterpiece. No. What are you doing back there? I have no idea where I am. The young prince. Bring back my beloved daughter. Are you going to do the little ha 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 ha? No, she did it. I think she covered it. Well, I don't know. I'd hurt myself. <laughs> yeah, right. And you'd, you'd hurt all of us. Okay, so the idea is that they'd want to create sort of a Harry Potter world and uh, mix it in with the magic flute. So the kid is coming to this new school, you know, okay. Harry Potter. Yeah. But then they call him, you know, oh, you're. Then he goes to this um, bookshelf like yours, except he puts a book in that his dad had that he says, oh, you need to return this book. But it really is the key to opening a portal. Ah. The thing turns, he ends up in this other world, and it's the world of the magic flute. So, so this is like going through, uh, what, what is it, the uh, the railroad station nine and a half or whatever Yeah, or the back of the armoire in the yeah. uh, the wardrobe movie. Okay. So he's in another world, he's a big serpent. I mean, there's all kinds of crazy stuff going on. There's these three women that are like, we need to take you to our queen. She assigns him to go rescue the princess. So all that's going on. Then they come back to the Harry Potter world, and he's en- enchanted by this young woman there. And it keeps going back and forth instead of maybe starting at the beginning and then going into Magic Flute world and then coming out at the end, they're going back and forth. So the tonal shifts are kind of annoying, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, and it's weird when all of a sudden they start, I mean, they sing through the whole thing, obviously, because it's Mozart's opera. That seems fair. <laughs> right. But they even sing on the other side. So you have, like, the Jackson 5, I'll be there. One moment, and the next moment, you've got you know them doing the magic flute stuff. So I was like, "What? I'm getting whiplash in this movie." I don't know. Maybe C plus for the magic flute. It is in theaters. Really? Yeah. Wow. And it's rated PG. I mean, there's some cool special effects. I don't mean to pick on it too much, but it's just the tone shifts were staggering. Okay. So, but in theaters. In theaters, yeah. All right. Sounds good. Well, on that note, we probably ought to take a br- Oh, the commission just got here. Ten Hut. Ten Hut. We have to pay attention <laughs> and be on our best behavior. I mean, oh, we have the Since when? commissioner of the Utah State Film Commission here. I know. You know, 
Wow. The movie. It's the world famous KSL Movie Show on KSL News Radio. Stephen, are you going to put your microphone on? Nah. Nah. We're talking about Amangiri. Well, if you'd listen to the promo, this no. new it says the world famous movie show. Well, that might be a little <laughs> thin. You know, we have a real good PR guy. What can I say, you know? Yeah. Works for peanuts. Hyperbolic. Literally. Okay. Hey, we are here with the commish from the Utah State Film Commission. This is a another honor to have you here. I mean, it's crazy. It's once a month. I know. This is Does it feel like every other day? It feels like <laughs> a little too much. She but. wakes up and goes, oh, do I This have again? To, this oh. again, these guys? We really appreciate you bringing everybody up to speed on what's happening here in the state of Utah. You know, I, with the legislative session now in the rearview mirror, how did we fare when it comes to uh, tourism, when it comes to the movie industry? Did yeah. they show you the money? Uh, I think they didn't take any money away, so that's a good thing, right? <laughs> that do, first, do no harm, right? <laughs> yeah. That's the approach we took. Yeah, yeah, the Hippocratic Oath, you know, first, do no harm. Yeah. So, yeah. well, we got things cooking in the state of Utah. I know. There's a lot happening. This is always the time of year where I just feel like our days are so busy right now because everyone's ramping up for spring and summer production, and so we've just got lots of people calling and finding out, you know, can we pull this off and where would we shoot this and what do you have? And it, it's funny this year, people are like, do you think that we could still find snow in April? And I'm like, actually, <laughs> uh, I think yeah. there's a good chance. I, I we're good this year. <laughs> Might be not, too much. Not every year, but yeah, yeah. This, no, there's a real good chance yeah. of finding some substantial snow. I mean, we're getting substantial snow today. I know. Up in the mountains. I know. Yeah. Actually, one of the films that we just approved yesterday, A Tree Fell in the Woods, is was one of those films that called and said, we need, you know, Cabin in the Woods. It needs to have snow. We're thinking about shooting in April. Like, what do you think? And they were like, oh, yeah, that'll be possible. We but can do that. It's super. I'm excited for this one. It's um, got just a killer cast. It's uh, Sundance producer Lynette Howell and Sam Houseman, and they have done so many fantastic indies and some that aren't so indie like stars born right and just incredible repertoire and they haven't ever shot in utah so i'm excited about that do you have any background on the movie what what genre it's going to be it's in, uh it, it's two couples in the go on a vacation in a cabin in the woods and two they're all friends and have been friends for a long time and two of them the you know husband from one and the wife from another couple go out for a hike and come back and see something that they didn't want to see. Really? Interesting conversations. Wow. Do you know who the cast is or can you say? I do know who the cast is and I, I forgot to ask if it was okay to release. I will just say they are coming from shows like Emily in Paris, The White Lotus, Hamilton, really? Frozen, wow. animated wow. Frozen. Now she's got the, you know, curiosity flowing. Yeah, it's a really one. cool cast. So, and I think it'll be a really, it feels very Sundancey. I'm wow. sure it will end up there next year. That is cool. And it's called A Tree Fell in the Woods. Yep. What about the new thriller, Image of You? Image of You, yes, this will be fun. This is coming from the producers of Lindsay Lohan's Falling for Christmas. Uh-huh. Is Lindsay Lohan going to be in this? Not, no. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this is about a pair of twin women, twin girls, twin women, 
who are not what they appear. And this is definitely a thriller. So. Not what they appear. Yes. Well, there's a teaser for you. Mm-hmm. And what else have we got? And then we have The Chosen Season 4, which we always love having them in the state. And what I've loved about watching them grow, both as a show and as a presence in Utah, is they keep doing more in Utah. So every time they come back, first they were just shooting a couple of days at Goshen. Then they were doing a week. And now they're really, you know, they're here. Their footprint's much bigger. And they are already talking about next season and how they're kind of writing for Utah. Yeah. So, you know, every time I come down from from Eureka, first of all, we have uh, someone in Eureka who kind of uh, works down there, and sometimes he'll he'll be the the guy there that's overnight to make sure that everything's okay, and other times he's a little more in, engaged in it. And when you come down, you see the big green wall mm-hmm. is what everybody calls it. I have never been to the movies. Oh, you haven't? Yeah, I haven't. I think that you should come out on a sub visit. That would be really cool i i would i'd love just to see it yeah it's an, it's very impressive and for radio listeners that don't know what we're talking about <laughs> then we could swing on down to eureka st george st. oh st george. george for what what's could, happening in st george what could possibly be happening in st george when does that start up this this summer uh, that starts there in april oh yeah, first part of April. They're getting can you, started. Can you tell us? Because we've heard the news stories. And that is Horizon Part 2, which, yeah. of course, is Kevin Costner's opus. Two and three, isn't it? No. Two and three, yeah, that's what they're saying. Um, and they're based mostly in Washington County. They're going to go back up to Grand County. I think they're going to bleed out into some of the other counties around there. Wow. I know he's looked at a lot of locations and has found some beautiful things. So That's really great cool. great to have cool. him. He's super excited to be back in Utah. Of course, we're talking about Kevin, Kevin Costner. Costner. And he's just been an amazing partner, really has. He's put his money where his mouth was. He's really talked about spending locally getting to know the people and doing you know good work in all these communities and he's doing it you know he hasn't gotten to know the movie show yet he hasn't we haven't gotten him on the movie can you show. just bring him along with you one day i mean you know come on it'd it <laughs> just be a phone call where are we going oh just for a snack yeah <laughs> we're going i for, think there are donuts i know where there. there are free donuts and he'd be right here We'll give it a go. Yeah, okay. yeah. Good luck. You know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't feel a lot of confidence <laughs> yeah. in, in that statement. What else is happening in the state? As if this isn't enough. I mean, you know, we just talked about some pretty cool things. Christmas. Christmas. I know. No Christmas. Christmas is summer. Of course it is. Why not? Yeah. I think we were just talking before we came on the air. The Eugene Levy series, The oh, Reluctant yeah. Traveler, oh. is on Apple TV right now, right. and it's such a fun series. Eugene, of course. Um, long time character actor i love him he's hilarious he's hilarious and and i love the interview i saw with him where they approached him about a travel show and he was like well i don't know why i would do that i hate being cold i hate being (laughs) hot i hate leaving my house i hate you know all these things and they were like okay those are the four first four episodes (laughs) that's right that's right (laughs) well i've happened to see all of the episodes and one cool thing he stays at the most amazing five-star everything yeah and he's reluctant to do anything and yet they drag him out to do stuff yeah. so the utah one he's riding a horse and yeah so he's in i think it's episode four he comes to utah in southern utah he's mostly he, he they stay at amangiri for those of you who see i didn't even know what that was about amangiri it is very very fancy you're saying the kardashians the stay kardashians there. Uh, yes. stay there um mere mortals like us but it's a minimalist kind of place it's all like 
It's Cement gorgeous. and the views are spectacular. And they still yeah. charge a gazillion dollars a night for that? I oh, yeah. I think so. Huh. I think you get what you pay for in that But scenario. for you, Doug, I'm sure they make you a deal. <laughs> oh, yeah, they make me a deal that charge me more. <laughs> but so the that, Navajo angle was really sweet in this. He goes yeah. to spend some, an evening with the Navajo family, and they really sort of, you know, educate him about their culture and their spirituality. And he came away from that, the Utah thing, completely like a changed man. I, I thought it was pretty bizarre. But yeah. Cool. yeah, it's a great show. But was he cold? Well, he's cold in Finland. That's the first episode. That's the one I watched. It was also hilarious. The little six-year-old boy who wanted nothing to do with him was like oh, no, he was catching, a you know, <laughs> ten fish to every one that he that Eugene caught. It was awesome. Yeah, Very yeah. Funny. So, how long is this going to run? What? How many episodes have you heard on which one? The Reluctant. Oh, oh I, I think, think it's, it's eight or nine. Yeah, eight. I think it's just a short series, and it's only one in Utah. But yeah. we were excited to get. A but there, I mean, in Finland, South Africa, yeah, everywhere. Oh, Actually, maybe Utah might be the only U.S. destination. It is. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how they chose that. You I might mean, know the story. It is gorgeous down there. Oh, yeah. It is beautiful. I don't know anything about the resort, but I know a little bit the about area. that part of the well, state. He went through the yeah. Narrows, oh, and you know, yeah. you see a lot more than just Amangiri stuff. It's so, so yeah. unique down there. I mean, for absolutely. Sure. It's a really a beautiful postcard for Utah. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else that we need to be aware of on the horizon? We have the. Uh, Zion Film Festival that is just around yeah, the corner yep, and a few things. Yeah, that's next week, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're doing some great things. Um, there's a lot of really fun film festivals. The Wasatch Mountain Film Festival is coming up in a couple of months. And they've got so many cool things planned. So, yeah, lots Very happening. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. You're just catching your breath after the legislative session and everything else going on. and. I know. She always makes time for the movie show. Would your driver like a donut on your way home? My driver. (laughs) My driver is my amazing office manager at Workforce Development. We're we're very busy today. We're on our way down to Provo for a set visit. Really? Yeah. Well, we appreciate you coming by. Absolutely. Nice to see you. We really do look forward to this every month. I know you don't, but we love it. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I know. For you, it's I'm the reluctant guest, right? Ooh, that'll be the reluctant (laughs) interview. And the movie show always comes up that. That's the one we don't want to do. Yeah. It's fun to have you here. Yeah, nice Always. to see you guys. Hey, thanks, Virginia. Yeah. All right, Virginia Pierce, the commish, uh, deigning to join us here. Not really on the way to Provo. but Not really on the way to Provo. We are but grateful. We figured you just came up because of Noble House and the cool furniture. The Movie Show. It ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. On KSL News Radio. All right, Stephen, we Sir. need to review another movie. Okay. How about if we do uh, 65? Ooh. Here we go, 65. My name is Mills. I was the pilot of the ship. We've crash-landed on an uncharted planet. We are the only survivors. I don't know where we are, but there's something out there. Something alien. That's never a good sign when there's something out there, something (laughs) alien. Well, that definitely sounds sinister, but I can pretty much categorize this movie as The Mandalorian Goes to the Real Jurassic Park. Really? Yeah. So... uh, Adam I've, Driver. I've seen the trailers on this because there are lots of dinosaurs. Look yeah, there are lots of dinosaurs. Yeah, all kinds of crazy. So somehow uh, we're on a futuristic world, and he is a pilot that's being assigned to a two-year mission where he's got to take all these people. Remember that movie Passengers, where right. everybody's in, in cryo, cryo sleep, in cubs, in, yeah, in little whatever. Well, so he's 
you know, still awake, and he's supposed to pilot the ship for a year and then come back. And his, and the reason he's doing it is because his daughter is really sick and needs some serious medical attention, and it's going to cost a fortune. And so he's taken this two years away from his family to take care of his daughter. Well, hmm, okay. So he, halfway there, somewhere on the way, they hit a meteor shower, an unexpected one. He's trying to get around it and whatnot, and they don't. And they end up crash landing on this planet. But then here's the stupid part. You sure this isn't like Buzz Lightyear? Uh, well, it kind of does have that feel, doesn't yeah. it? Except that it says Earth. Earth. Oh. So they give it away at the oh. beginning of the movie. Time it's like, why didn't you do it like, you know, like Planet of the Apes? Like, doggone yeah. you, you kill the... Yeah, he doesn't say doggone. I know, I just cleaned it up. Yeah. Anyway, so he's there, and all the pods are screwed up, except one that's out in the woods, and he, there's a little faint little beep, and it's a young nine-year-old girl who survives, but she doesn't speak uh, English. She speaks some kind of, you know, whatever, paddywhack kind of language, <laughs> and they don't, but she's really quick. I mean, it's yeah. pretty obvious that she's either brilliant or she already knows English because she's picking up words left and right. He's telling her that there's part of the ship ended up about 15 miles away. And it has the escape pod in it where they need to get to. And that he tells her, that's where your family is waiting for you. Even though he knows that they're not there. Well, I mean, that that, ain't right. I know. So that's part of the, that might be one of the mysteries. But, you know, Adam Driver, he was a military guy before he became an actor. So he's pretty good at the whole gun thing. And, yeah. But they get into some weird, you can tell the budget's not very, it's $45 million budget, which seems like a lot. But for but, a movie yeah. with dinosaurs and stuff, that probably ate up most of the, budget R R R. and then there's some weird moments where you know they're upside down but the dinosaur kicks them up right side up like well that was convenient yeah so i mean i love adam driver i've told you a thousand times but this is not his best movie he's trying hard but the script's not there the, the, you know it's got a sweetness to it I mean, a guy and a girl trying a little girl trying to get to a safe haven and get out of there but even though he's lying about the family yeah he has to come clean about that and you know yeah. she gets pretty upset about that and that Part of it, that's what makes it good yeah. and watchable. But for the most part, it's pretty ho-hum. I was kind so of What's the grade? Eh, maybe a C it's plus, a, B yeah. minus. Where'd I go here? Uh, I gave it a C plus. I was C in a plus. bad mood last night. <laughs> uh, it's PG-13. It's only 93 minutes, and it's in wide release. Because, uh, you know, you know you're going to go because it's Adam Driver. But, boy, this is not one of his better films. Okay. And it's titled 65. Which is referring to 65 million years ago, which, by the way, is when the... So that's part of the drama as well, because the big meteor is coming to, to wipe put, out the put a big dent in Earth. Yeah. And can they get off the planet in time? Dun, dun, dun. Okay, it's 65. The Movie Show. Spock, you haven't changed a bit. You're just as warm and sociable as ever. No, have you, Doctor? As your continued predilection for irrelevancy demonstrates. On KSL News Radio. Okay, Steve, I think it's time for a little streaming news. Not screaming. <laughs> streaming news. Here yes. we go. Planning on a weekend on the couch? Streaming your favorite movie or a new show? Doug and Steve sort through it all so you only binge the best. It's the movie show streaming reviews on KSL News Radio. Steve, you spend every weekend on the couch, don't you? And the bill for the therapy. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. 
But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Quite expensive. Not if you're on the couch. <laughs> oh, see, so you go to the therapist in your own. Oh, well, that couch. No, that couch. Yeah. That couch. So you binge instead of doing that. That's my therapy, yes. All right, all right. Okay, here we go. Jonathan Majors to produce and star in the understudy for Amazon Studios. And apparently, uh, only three months into 2023, Majors has already starred in a bunch of features, including Creed Three and Ant-Man and the Wasp, Mania, and he's going to star and produce in the upcoming feature to understudy a classic tale, Steve, of life imitating art in a twisted way after an understudy for a Broadway production finds a role worth killing for. He's becoming one of my favorite yeah. young actors, and he also did a movie at Sundance where he plays a bodybuilder at Venice Beach who gets in mixed up with some stuff. Spike Lee, by the way. They're, oh. they're talking about him uh, directing this, and Majors and Lee did work together on the award drama The Five Bloods. Oh, cool. So there you go. Uh, those of you who are fans of Shrinking, the Harrison Ford, uh, Jason Segel show. Uh, I'm a fan. Show, it has been... Approved for a second season. Good, good. So that's in the works for Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, Tad Lasso starts on Wednesday. Uh, you'll get the first episode, I believe. There are 12 in this in this uh, third season. Uh, and it's what I've seen so far is pretty good. Wednesday is also the day for Mandalorian. So if you're a fan of the Mandalorian series, Wednesday, uh, although the second episode was kind of really? meh. Huh. So we got the next meh. episode coming up. Poker Face, I mentioned last week, I thought it was the last I episode. I thought it was the last one. We watched it as if it were the last episode. I lied to you. Apparently there is a tenth. Well, there is, because wow. I watched it yesterday. A tenth and final episode from season one, and it is spectacular. Wow. Poker Face has really been a surprise. I think if there's kind of that out of the blue, wow, I really like this, and it's it's Poker Face. Couple, can I mention a couple more things? Well, yeah. Puss in Boots, last, The Last Witch. Yeah. Peacock, beginning today. Really? Yes. Okay. Like this weekend, if you want to watch Puss in Boots and didn't see it. That's the way it should be. You know, have it in the theaters, have everybody enjoy it. It will mention how much money it made here in a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's still in the top ten and everything else. By the time, make it uh, the big hit in the theaters and then stream it and make even more money. Exactly. Now, the other thing, Perry Mason, season two, that's Monday nights on HBO Max. Then I mentioned that we were, uh, they did a little three-part series on the the Malaysian Air 370, the one that disappeared. Yeah. It's really good. It's a just an hour each. And but the thing that bugs me is that we still don't know what happened to the plane. But they go through extremely accurate details about everything leading up to it. Except then they throw in some of the theories yeah. of what happened yeah. because they said they wanted to make it so that. All audiences would appreciate it. So there's that. And then The Last of Us, Sunday night, opposite, by the way, the Oscars, they don't care. They don't care. Their They're audience is that it. strong, although Pedro Pascal is going to be handing out an award yeah, <laughs> at the Oscars right. while he's on HBO 
Well, and and here's the headline on The Last of Us, the shortest runtime of the season. No. So, yeah, The Last of Us brings its first season to a close this Sunday, but fans need to prepare for a shorter <gasps> finale. That's not going to work. Than was expected. How and short are we talking? I, I, you know, they don't actually give the number here. Because they're they usually said, in the 48 to 50, 52. They said, you know, some of this is going to be like around 46, I think. Oh, okay. You know, not, something, so it's not like a half horribly, hour or something. Okay. But after eight episodes, the climax will be bold. It will be brutal. And it will be the shortest episode of the series. And I heard Bella Ramsey, who plays the young girl, said it's going to be divisive, divisive. for the audience. Or for the sophisticates, it will be divisive. Well, maybe. Either or either is correct. Potato, potato. Exactly. Tomato, tomato. Well, there you have it. It is the streaming news. <laughs> As you will only hear it here on and the movie Out show. of all that, all I really want to see is the new Puss in Boots. <laughs> I want to see Ted Lasso. Oh, that's, you oh. know what, starting Wednesday. I'm so looking forward to Ted Lasso. You know, a couple of years ago, that was the thing. You know, the kind of, like Poker Face this time. Yeah. Ted Lasso just blew me out of the water. It's, I was it's, so surprised. It's still very good. I've seen the first four episodes. And is and this definitively going to be the last season? That's an excellent question. Because I've heard rumblings, maybe not. The way they're setting this up, this could be the last season. Okay. I, I don't think that well, Jason I, wants to go much further. You know, again, you know, you and I have been talking. There is a fine art to ending on the high note. Yeah, exactly. And not just going, oh, geez, are they doing another season? Exactly. You know? Oh, crap. All right. There you have it, the streaming news at KSL News Radio. The movie show. Who's president of the United States in 1985? Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan, the actor? On KSL News Radio. You know, I'm I'm going to ask Jim to here put put the headset on, Jim. You know, in the last couple of days, I had lunch with my dear friend Ken Macy the uh, other day. I, I miss him. And in into Noble House walks uh, Jim Huffman. Now, what are the the two combining factors there? The two original major sponsors of the movie show back. Um, bazillion years ago in the 80s yeah it was huffburn motors out in tooele yeah and then ken macy with the macy's, macy's food, food stores they were the two first and major sponsors of the movie show jim was is that so when we were in black it. and white or oh we were it was silent so, oh well yeah, that's it, it was on the radio it was it was not only black and white it was a silent movie show on the radio that's, yeah that's <laughs> impressive jim it's so good to see you well, it's good to see you yeah. you know yeah. if, if it wasn't for you and ken macy i don't, I don't know where the uh, movie show and where you know if it would have ever even he's coming in for his residuals taken off yeah so you came in for your check <laughs> jim it's so good to see you it's good to see you I listen to this every day. I mean, every Friday. Is, a, pu- is a punishment for you, or is, is, uh, have you been sentenced? You've literally run out of stuff to do. Huh? <laughs> That's right. The cops up here got him one day and said, okay, you have to listen to the movie show every Friday. You know? Well, my wife listens to KSL every day. Oh, absolutely. So that's- well, Jim, it's so good to see you. Yeah. It's good to see you. I really appreciate you dropping by, and, and sincerely, this guy and, uh, you know, with Ken. Huffburn Motors and then with Ken Macy, you know they were they Old were moose moose Macy. They they were the originals. Yeah. Have you ever lived it down? The stupidest thing I ever did was sell the Ford store. Hey, there you go. You know, no kidding. Plus, you know, he was a car dealer here in uh, Bountiful. Bountiful for a while. We bought uh, 
my mom bought a car, we bought a car, and everything else. Jim, it's so good to see you. Thank good you. to see you. Thank you for joining yeah. us here on the movie show. He really is. He's one of the founding fathers on the you know, financial side, uh, the sponsor side. Of Probably the doesn't list it on show. his resume, but okay. Yeah, that's right. He doesn't mention that anywhere. In polite to company. Anybody in polite company, of course. All right, Stephen. Sir. I think it's time for the movie show top ten. Well, thanks for the warning. Run, Jim. Run. Here we go. No, no, no. This this is a kinder version. The KSL movie show. Oh. Don't tell me you're disappointed. <laughs> See, that's the little homage. Well, I can do the goat anytime. I, you you miss the horse. You miss the Anybody horse. Anybody else miss the horse? Well, if, if there's, you know, if there's a groundswell and a lot of cash involved, you know. The movie show top they, ten. What, they wouldn't pay you enough to <laughs> the movie show. embarrass yourself? <laughs> well, you know, we're in polite company. Today. Today. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Otherwise, we're, we're certainly not. The movie show top ten is sponsored by Call Climate Services. They're just, just up the right, road a piece yeah, in right Centerville. Here. Yeah, absolutely. You're not going to say anything about uh, the fact that they rescued you and finally saved I, you. From, I worship at the altar of Call Climate. Saved, that's how good they are. Saved you from the uh, the whatever it was you were doing. You were like, Freezing in, a, you were like in a vortex of cold. Yeah, it was just this one little weird little thing and in a furnace that nobody it. looks for, and then they found it. There you go. All right. Hey, number 10 on the movie show. That's called Climate Services, by the way. Number 10 is 80 for Brady, and uh, it it's just barely hanging on to the top 10. It's uh, number. Uh, it's been out five weeks. Number 10, it's made about you know, $39 million. Uh, anybody outside the country nope. seeing this? No. Nobody. Okay. and Bye-bye, Mr. Brady, because that, yeah. that's the last we'll see of him. Hopefully. Magic Mike's last dance. We can only pray that it is. This has not done well at all. It's just barely cracked, you know, what, $26 million here. But it has fan base overseas. It's another $28 million, so it's at 53 total. Uh-huh. I wonder what the budget was on that. Uh, it had to be pretty high because yeah, you could sell them high stars. again. Yeah, exactly. Film it in England. All right, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. We were talking about this and the fact that you'll be able to watch it on streaming here pretty Peacock, quick. Peacock, today. This, this is perfect. It's been out 11 weeks. A chance for everybody to see it on the big screen the way it should be seen. It's made about $178, $79 million. And now stream it. Yeah, this overall has made almost a half a billion dollars in theater. Now, how is that possible for a little animated movie? It's because it's really, 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 really good. good. Oper- if you haven't seen Puss in Boots, it's probably my favorite of the Shrek movies. I really, really like that movie a lot. The creativity in it is just amazing. The voice talent is incredible. And the nine lives. Yeah. Oper- yeah. Operation Fortune. This is the number seven movie. Out one week. I don't even know what it is. Made a little over $3 million. Yeah, but it's done 31 overseas. That's yeah. weird. So it's at 35. And we're going to have to smoke this here. Okay. Avatar, we've talked about this ad nauseum. It's been out 12 weeks. It's still right in the middle of the top 10, killing everything. We've got Jesus Revolution, which is kind of a fun little movie. I was Better surprised. than I thought it would be. Yeah, me too. And then number four is Demon Slayer. This is the... an anime movie, and they've been making them forever, and the fans are going crazy on it. So. And then there's Cocaine Bear. There is just no way to adequately describe Cocaine Bear, but I have to admit, I did laugh. I did like it, and it is so violent. 
it's, but it's cartoonishly yeah. violent. All right, and it's made about $42 million. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Well, I'll tell you, the Disney folks, I heard the story today where they're going, you know, we're disappointed by the return on this, and, boy, it's uh, it's down to $12 million. I mean, it's just dropping like a rock. I mean, the second week was the biggest drop of any of the MCU right. movies. So, you know, already Iger is saying, hey, we got to come up with new characters. So they That's can, the mistake. You know, Go back. I know. I know. Resurrect Iron Man. I know. Number one is Creed Three out uh, for one week, about $60 million. What are- 68 domestic, 43 foreign. It's a hit. 11, yeah. $111 million. They did it without Rocky, and that makes me sad. Yeah. But, you know, good on them. It's making good money. Show. You probably think this world is a dream come true, but you're wrong. On KSL News Radio. The Movie Show. We're in the final hour of the movie show, coming to you from Noble House right here in Bountiful. And it's just beautiful furniture. We are just surrounded by incredible things. We'll be talking more with Angie in just a moment. Dee will be joining us momentarily with her quirky picks of the week. But, Steve, we probably ought to review another movie. Okay. Should we do, should we do Champions Yeah, here? I was thinking that. All right, here's good. Champions. Remember Marcus Markovich? Well, he got fired. Marcus, get off the court. That wasn't nice. Nothing but bad news for the Iowa Stallions. What an idiot. Mr. Markovich, I will offer you community service. Coaching adults with intellectual disabilities. Your Honor, we talking really, really, no boo-boo words. Okay, uh, you know Woody Harrelson has been a, a real anomaly for me. I, I, you know, back in the days of Cheers and everything, I thought, yeah, okay. And then he just kind of did a lot of really weird movies, and I like Natural really, Born Killers. Oh, Natural Born Killers and stuff. And I just went, and he was really on my hit list. And at one time, I heard that he was going to star in the Monkey Wrench Gang oh, as Hey Duke right, or yeah. something. I thought that'll ruin the movie for me. <laughs> but I've I've kind of come around on him a little bit. I mean, he's still weird, you know, Saturday Night Live. Stuff. Zombieland. Yeah, but Zombieland has been good, and there have been quite a few roles. Of the the one, the three billboards where he played the oh, sheriff, yeah. he was amazing in that movie. And I have to admit, I really liked him in this movie. This isn't a great film. It's called Champions, and it's about a guy who is a, a basketball coach, and he's an assistant coach, you know, right in now. In the pros. In the pros. And but he keeps thinking he needs to be, you know, in in the NBA, and he needs to. But there's this guy that he played, you know, ball with in college and everything else, who's who's the head coach, and he's kind of doing this guy a favor because he's just got a loud mouth, he's got an overblown ego, and the whole deal, and he's just doing nothing but damage to himself and damage to the game and damage to the, you know, to the head coach, and he finally just gets, you know, blown off the team. But after what, he shoves the head coach, so you, shoves you can't the head do coach, that. and I mean the they whole deal, fire, yeah. and the fact that this guy, you know, didn't fire him before is is a miracle. Shows you know how deep their friendship is, but then he's kind of licking his wounds and everything else, and he 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 gets basically a DUI, driving while literally runs into a back of a police car, a b- back of a police car. And you're going to go away for that. So he's got this weird lawyer. He goes, just shut up. Let me take care of it. And he, then he, he looks at the judge and he goes, oh, no. We got the hanging judge, basically. Hanging Marie. This woman does not like drunk drivers. Let's just put it well, that way. That's fair. Or, yeah. <laughs> and so anyway, he's there and he can't keep his mouth shut. And he's still screwing. And finally, his attorney just goes, I kind of disavow any knowledge. And so finally, she said, this is what I'm going to sentence you to. 
and it's to be to go to one of the community centers that deals with you know people who have you know impairments, special needs, special needs kids, and he is going to coach them. And he just balks. Was it at ninety him. days? Yeah, ninety days, and he balks at it. He goes, "Okay, I'd rather go to prison." You don't want to do that. A year and a half in a penitentiary. What was the address? And again? all of a sudden he goes, "Oh, well, so he goes there, and these are amazing kids, you know." And, and they all are special needs. All of them are people. special needs kids. These aren't. You You're know, not faking this. That's right. And I mean, there's all kinds of things. You know, there's this one guy who's just amazing, but he was in a car accident. We don't get the whole deal on that until later. And he was he was just like a prodigy when it comes to basketball. And then you this this cute kid who has Down syndrome. He just describes himself as the homie with the extra chromie. That yeah, was the best line just, in the movie. I mean, just adorable, cute, quirky, <laughs> off the wall kids. Yeah, and he's trying to. But coach they're just love and life. And Cheech Marin is over the center, right? And so he's technically the supervisor and the boss here. But what is he going to do with this team? And then we find out because one of the opening scenes in this is he's with this woman, and they're just kind of breaking up in the morning, you know. And you kind of go, "Well, are they boyfriend girlfriend? How did this come together?" But you know, it just it it ends really really weird. Looked like a bar pickup kind I, of thing, yeah, kind of. And you know, it's described a little later on in the movie, you know, that hey, I do this, I take care of my, and I I need a little tender love and care occasionally. And so anyway, she ends up being the sister of the homie with the extra crony. Yeah. And I have to admit, the way this unfolds, it is just so, I'll use your word, adorable. Yeah. But it is not a great movie. I mean, if you're just judging it like you would a normal film, quote unquote, but it it is just so cute. These kids are so amazing and they're sweet. And Woody Harrelson's, I'll use your term again, arc of his character in this I have to admit, I walked out, and I was really glad I saw it. And what was the other movie we saw recently? Was it Peanut Butter Falcon or something? Yeah, Peanut Butter Falcon. Yeah. yeah. We just had one kid. Now one we got kid. a whole bunch. Now we got a whole gaggle of them. Now, and this is also based on a, a, a Spanish film. That's right. From 2018. I saw that in the in the end of the, in the Yeah, credits. Campiones. It was almost a shot-for-shot right. shot remake. Yeah. Movie. But I, I liked it. I mean, is it great? No. It's it's like a B or B-minus movie, but it's well worth seeing. And Woody's ruggedness kind of came out in this a little bit. It kind of bugged me, you know, yeah. like he's gone back to that old Woody. So, yeah. So, what did you give it? I gave it a B minus. We're, we're on the same page here, Steve. This and is making me what really is it rated? It's rated PG thirteen. Rated PG thirteen. But you know, I, I mentioned this at the beginning of the program because we always have the studio folks that are waiting out in the hallway to get your take on it, and that's oh, why. Yeah. And that's why they do a lot of it, especially where they have the general public come. You know, and they want feedback. Usually comedies, they want a full yeah, audience. Exactly. But they said, so what did you think? And I said, you know, you're just not a full tilt member of the human race if you didn't like this film. Yeah. But it's not great. Exactly. So you're, it, you're forgiving a lot of weirdness and, and silliness. And a lot of little shortcomings and a lot of little, you know, that could have been done Because better. these kids are so cute and adorable. Oh, they're just you amazing. Just, you run with it. Just amazing. And it just makes you think, oh, my goodness. Yeah. You know, the human spirit is amazing. Yeah. Yep. All right. It's called Champions. Yeah. So it's out in theaters Wide. now. Yeah. Wide release. Yeah. The Movie Show. Quirky Pick of the Week. Okay. Quirky Picks ah, of yes. the Week. You know, I've uh, D is, is being super grandma right now. Oh. So, but I, I called her and I said, no, no, no. We need you 
need you on the movie oh, show. That's what you've so been nice watching. to hear. That's yeah. so nice to hear. Can you hear me? Well, yes, we can hear you loud and clear. So, D, what are the quirky picks for this week? Well, you know, I actually did have a couple of things that I wanted to mention, and uh, probably there are things. Well, one of them I know Steve talked about a few months ago that uh, I don't know if it went to the theater. Steve, you tell me. It's called the The Good Nurse, the story of Amy Lofgren. Oh. Uh, I think it's a Netflix. I'm pretty sure it's a Netflix original. So it stars Jessica Chastain and Eddie Redmayne. Oh yeah, uh, he is so, chilling. Do you remember this? Oh yeah. Yeah. So Doug and I watched that the other night, and we we were both impressed, weren't we, Doug? Oh, I I was mesmerized, and you know, with without being creepy, he was really creepy. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Because he seemed like such a sweet man, dedicated, great to her and her kids, dedicated, and, actually, and, and, uh, loyal friend, and oh my god! I actually think I think he was a sweet man. He was just a, a, also a deviant. But the, but this is based <laughs> on a true story. Of a of a nurse that was killing people in hospitals, and uh, I didn't relook up the year. I want to say it was eighteens or teens, sixteens, maybe something like that. And this co-fellow nurse worker that brought it to light. And at the end, you know, they did that disclaimer where they give you the real story. They surmised that perhaps he had killed up to four hundred people. Wrap your brain around that. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, sometimes you hear, too, where, well, it was a mercy killing or, you know, this this poor person was suffering and they, they and that still doesn't obviously make it right. But he was doing it randomly. Yeah. You know, the, the, the way he would just in in certain drips, he would just inject I'm, something. I'm trying to remember. He didn't just do it to people that were critical, no, like no, lethally. it it it. it, it it, like a young mother, and you know this yeah, this like woman a, that was recovering, and it wasn't people. They never that were, they never explained his purpose, Steve, and he never and he never, uh, in, at right. least in the explanation, he never explained why he did it either. It just truly mm. seemed like a sick, really sick mental illness. But but Jessica Chastain is wonderful, and even though Jeez. we've made the movie sound you know not like rollicking fun, it's it, really worth watching. The Good Nurse, nurse, yeah. it's on Netflix. Yeah, good yeah. call. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, so so then another one I'm watching that has to have a little bit. Of, this is a series I have Doug hooked in. My book club read the book. It's uh, just dropped on Amazon Prime a couple of weeks ago. This is a book from 2019 by a novelist, a uh, very well-received novelist called Taylor Jenkins Reid, and the series is called Daisy Jones and the Six. Now, this yeah. is so well done that it's almost a little bit like The Princess Bride, where people were like, was this a real story? Was this based on a real? Was there something real in this? But this is this is a fictionalized account of a band uh, in in the '60s, and it's just really well done. But I think the real zinger in this is the gal that plays Daisy Jones is Riley Keogh, who is Elvis Presley's granddaughter. And so yes. uh, it's a ten-part series on Amazon Prime. What do you think of it, Doug? And have you watched it, Steve? I have. Yeah, I, I really liked it. You know, I love that old rock and roll stuff. And, they are, and of course, there are supposed to be ties to Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks and, and things like that. But it's it's not a, a... It's an amalgam. Yeah, it's not a biopic or something like that that might have been inspired by or, you know, whatever. But I, I love that old rock and roll stuff. I, I think really Sam do. Claflin is just amazing in this, playing that sort Dunn. of Jim Dunn. Morrison yeah. kind of character. Yeah, yeah. and I, I love the guy that is the, the producer. 
you know, and the what, what what was his name in it? Richie something? I I can't remember oh, it, who the know. real actor is. I can't is. remember his name, but he's wonderful. But you know, the the uh, agent or the the handler, uh, the tour manager is Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. Oliphant, oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 So, so I yeah, I, I like that a lot, and it's an old rock and roll. Disc Plus, jockey. if you look in the background, if you watch some of the credits, it's uh, like Reese Withers- Witherspoon. So you, yeah, all these names yeah. are attached to this. Well, and all the places, you know, the Troubadour, and all those places oh, that were just whiskey a go go, and living in Laurel Canyon, even yeah. if it's the, the low end, you know. So yeah, I like that and a the lot. soundtrack. Oh, kind of yeah, kind of fun. The music's going to be released or is released on CD, vinyl, and video. And, it's, you know, the music's getting a lot of acclaim. And let me tell you, the book out in 2019 is still really hot. And my one of my book groups that's full of younger women, some of our daughters, they loved it. It's, it I would say read the book, too. But, again, maybe not for everyone. There's, you know, drug use and, and casual sex of the 60s and, and certainly some, you know, vocabulary that everybody might not be up for hearing. But I think it's yeah. a wonderful series myself. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Yeah, th- those yeah. old recording sessions too are fun to watch because they I even like, did like the Sound City thing, yeah. isn't that what it was yeah. called? I like the technical side of it, where you see the old boards, the yeah. old recording devices, and the old microphones and things. The like that. The attention to detail is pretty good. Yeah, it's amazing. It is. It's good, and and it's it's fun to watch Ryan McKeog. You find yourself going, "Oh, there's kind of a little bit of an Elvis look, you know," but yeah. she doesn't really look like Elvis, and she's a good singer. She's she's they all sing their own music and play their own instruments. So, Isn't she the one that's in charge of the of the whole she's Elvis? Easy. The whole Elvis oh. Enterprises is under her name now. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, in fact, the mom that. is trying. Yeah. Priscilla is trying to get some of it back. She's like, I don't think that was his intent to skip me, but maybe. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I don't know anything much about that, but but Doug and I have been catching up on the Outer Banks, which is interesting. Our daughter really liked it. Steve, I think you weren't as crazy about this season of the Outer Not Banks. this season, no. It seems yeah. like it's just going back and forth. I love you. I don't love you. Go away. Bad. Shut up. Yeah, and I'm, I'm yeah, having a hard time, you know, yeah, after... We're, we're having a hard time connecting, aren't we? After yeah. the dad kind of, you know, I don't want to give away too much, but you just kind of go, oh, wow, really? Yeah. You know? I mean, he's like... And when they go to South America to look for El Dorado, I'm like, really? How far are we going to go? We're not that far. I'll shut up. So they go to South America. (laughs) (laughs) But it is kind of a fun little soap opera, right? I mean, it's it's, a fun little romp, whatever. Getting ready for the Academy, we watched The Way We Were for the Academy Awards the other night. And, you know, who can cannot recognize the heartthrob that Robert Redford was in that? Just, you know, whoa. So yeah, it was it was a golden era. Man, he makes Adam Driver look like dog meat. Sorry. <laughs> wow, dog meat. You know, I I love it this time of year because several of the channels, TCM, FX, you know, they they Plenty. do they they do oldies. the Academy Award oldies. Yeah, and, and I I like that. And sometimes they do it for technical, and sometimes they'll do it for hey, this one for artistic or whatever. Oh. So it's not just the big headliners; they do all kinds right. of things. Yeah, that's fun. Yep. Yeah, so. So we'll be watching the Academy Awards and, and have opinions. I bet you will, too. We'll see if there are any big moments this year, right? Yeah, oh, boy, like last year. <laughs> Holy cow. Hopefully nobody gets slapped 
down, you know. Or Somebody made a joke about it. They should promote it. It's like, who's going to get slapped slap this year? <laughs> it's a slap fest. So, yeah, who would you like to you see You know, slapped? I guarantee you the numbers are going to be higher just because people are oh, going to yeah. want something they weird. Are. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. That's so they stupid. Are. Hey, Dee, thank you so much for joining You're us. You're so welcome. It's a winter wonderland up here in Midway. Let me tell you. We got right. even more snow than you Oh, have. you're up in Midway. Oh, up okay. in Midway. Uh, yeah. 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 All right. Well, we'll see you in a little while. Okay. 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 Love you. Bye. The Movie Show. <laughs> it's a fake laugh. It's real. On KSL News Radio. Okay, Stephen, we need to talk about some other films. Yeah, so, there's a couple left. Let's see, we've done Scream, 65 Champions, uh, The Magic Flute. What about Luther, The Fallen Son, and The Quiet Girl? Yeah, Which one's Academy Award nominated, the other one's just Idris which, Elba. Which one do you want sound for? <laughs> uh, let's do The uh, Fallen, or okay. The... Luther. Luther, yeah. All right. You promised me you could help. You know what they did to my son. I need to stop this man. I'm still a copper. Not anymore. And if you refuse to stand down, tactical unit will shoot you dead. Oh, wow. This is serious. Uh, so Luther, I, I haven't watched the series, but apparently he's a cop that gets things done. You know, yeah, like he yeah. kind of violates. So he finally, Andy Serkis is the bad guy in this, and he is horrifyingly he is a sociopath and kills indiscriminately, like like kidnaps people and they're missing for months. And then he has like this whole thing where they're, oh, it's uh, horrifying. He's, I mean, he's so good at yeah. being bad that it's frightening. Luther, though, so he sets up Luther because he knows that Luther's going to come get him. He goes through all of his stuff that he's done wrong and they end up throwing him in prison. And he gets a guy, he goes, you know, I need to get out of here to go catch this guy. Yeah. And he sets up this whole thing where he gets a break out of prison. I mean, I, I thought, what? Yeah. So that's a little weird. But Cynthia Revo plays the now detective that's in charge of the case. So they're both trying to get the killer, and they're trying to find Luther, who's out there running around trying to solve the case. And one guy goes, why don't you just let Luther solve the case, and then you can arrest him? Yeah. No, we can't do that, you know. So... It's a really good thriller. It's very intense, and some of the, the death scenes are pretty horrifying. Okay. Uh, so, Luther, if you like Idris Elba, check that out. Okay. And can we uh, maybe quickly mention The Quiet Girl? Yeah. The Quiet Girl is actually a, an Irish film, but it's in the uh, international film category as Best Picture. And it does have that kind of a weird... I don't know what to call it, some kind of Irish, not a brogue, because it's not English, yeah, it's but there's Gaelic like a Celtic, yeah, yeah, Gaelic maybe is the right, I don't know. Celtic. So it's about a young girl who lives with her family, and they are terrible to her. She's like the middle child, She's, they call her the quiet girl, because they pay attention to all the kids, but she just gets, you know, yeah. and so they decide to let her go live with an aunt um, for the summer. And she begins to blossom, and and she's actually quite brilliant when you see. And then she's supposed to go back at the end of the summer to this house, and you're like, oh, please don't make her go back. Yeah. It is a oh, just a a movie that'll have you in tears. I watched this one and Close the same day, and I was a, I went through a box of Kleenex. It was just that weepy. It is so good. Wow. It's called The Quiet Girl. It's playing only at the Broadway, and it is up for an Academy Award for Best International Picture. Okay. Back to Doug Wright, Steve Sales, and the KSL Movie Show. Okay, Stephen, so we don't get this too close to news, we probably ought to do a little telephone torture here. A chance to win 
fabulous prizes worth up to dollars from our friends at the Megaplex Theater. Two. And I, two. Can we do two? I just sent that message out, and Steve got it with no verbal exchange at all. And I sent the message back. It's amazing. All right. KSL Talk is the number. And if you are caller number two, you will be the uh, big wiener of two tickets to the Megaplex Theater, tub of popcorn, and two drinks for you to enjoy while you are seeing the movie of your choice. So, Stephen. Yes. We first go to the phone line and find out who our one, our only. This must kill you. Loser is going to be today. You love doing this. I know. I do. This this is kind of the dark side of Doug. Yes. I mean, this angelic face, this sweet spirit that right. I am. Sure, that's it. <laughs> He's not buying this. All right, let's go and find out. Uh, let's talk to this loser. Hi, who's this? This is John. 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 Dear, dear John. John, 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 you're the first caller. But <laughs> oh, that's the, better than being the, well, the first caller. The first shall be last <laughs> today. Shall and be flushed. So I, I, I want you to embrace what you really are at this moment. I am definitely a loser. Ah, there we go. <laughs> Gustavo, push the button. Oh, he, he, I'm a loserizer? <laughs> he's a loserizer. Yeah. Is that it? I think yeah, that's, <laughs> that's it. We're on a budget. You know? yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, we, we, we spare no expense. Literally. Literally on this show. So, and now we go back to the phone line, and this person, you know, if they behave, they're going to be a big wiener. Well, they don't have to behave. They're on the There's a citizenship show. award? No, here? no, no. There's miscongeniality. Hi, who's this? Hello? Hello. Hi. Am I a big wiener? You are a big wiener. You truly are. Yep, you are. And what is your name? It's your favorite listener, Donna. Donna, you have won fabulous. I haven't haven't been able to get through in a long time. (laughs) Well, that's that's because we have your phone rigged. We sent the FBI out and the CIA, and they, they took care of you. Wow. Oh, man, I snuck around them today. Wasn't that a great thing? Hey, it, it is a great thing because you've won two tickets to the Megaplex Theaters. You've won a drink oh. for yourself and whomever you are going to take to the movie. I thought you were shortening the price. <laughs> yeah, that's our one, one drink. drink to one drink that you could share. Two straws. No, you got two full drinks. Times are tough. <laughs> that's right. And you get a tub of popcorn, tickets, the whole deal. But there's one little chore that you need to do before we can bestow those fabulous prizes upon you. And I'm sure you know what it is. I need to listen to some blue eyes for those losers. Yeah. That's it. How do you listen to eyes? Well, if you have a sixth sense. Not a fifth sense. Or the... Steve Short changed the senses the other day. I edited it out a little bit. He renamed the movie The Fifth Sense, and somehow that just did not work. Well, there you have it. A big thanks to our friends at the Megaplex Theaters. And, Donna, you are a big wiener. Glad you got through. There we go. Okay, Stephen, let's yeah. talk Oscars. Okay. Okay, as you look at the Oscar nominations, and we have the longer list now, I still think it's going to be everything, everywhere, all at once. 
Uh, that's what our cadre of film critics chose. But do you have kind of a second? I wish it was Top Gun. If they were just going for a crowd pleaser, I wish it was Top Gun. Well, I have a, a will and a might and a should. Oh, uh, what a shoulda, coulda, huh? My will is everything everywhere. Yeah. The might could be all quiet on the Western Front. Nine nominations. That's yeah. a possibility. Yeah. And the should is Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, Top Gun. Best Director. You know, I always I always kind of get torn because I go, well, if it was the best picture, maybe it ought to be the best director too because they ultimately hold all the reins. Well, that here's the key. If it wins the Director's Guild Award, 66 out of the last 74 years, it has gone to that winner. The Daniels have won the Director's Guild Award. So you'd be dumb to pick anyone else other than, although... Todd Field might no, no it's, they don't have a chance. I'm just <laughs> going to go with the Daniels. All right, the Daniels. Yeah, I don't think anybody else has a chance, honestly. Either best actress is interesting. You know, Kate Blanchett was amazing in Tar, but it's such a weird movie, and and so weird. I I just think that that's kind of throwing her a nomination bone. Who do you think will really win? Uh, well, the, the odds are, two of the big major awards have gone to to um, Kate. Yeah, but. Two of them have also gone to Michelle Yeoh. The odds-on favorites say that Kate is going to win, but really? who might and who should? Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, Michelle Yeoh. Okay. What about best actor? I know a lot of people. I mean, if I were to ask Dion this, you'd probably go Austin Butler. Brendan Fraser seemed about four months ago to be the, the buzz was all around him. But, you know, what do you what do Well, you here's the background on this one. In the last 13 years, all the best actors have come from best pick nominees. So this year, that would include Austin and would co- include Colin Farrell, mm-hmm. Brendan Fraser. But I think it will be Austin Butler. It might be Brendan Fraser. But for me, I think Colin Farrell should. But that's just personal. It was it was an amazing performance, an understated performance. You know, in that. That was a quiet little weird I know, movie. but he's been around so yeah. long, it'd be sweet. Best Supporting Actress. What do you think on this one? I, You know, if I were just going to go again for the crowd pleaser, I'd probably go Angela Bassett. You know, Black Panther, Wakanda forever. But, uh, again, everything, everywhere, all at once. They've got two chances, but will they cancel each other out? I think it will be Jamie Lee Curtis, but I think it might and should be Angela Bassett. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree on that. A uh, best supporting actor, you know, Brendan Gleeson was so good in the Banshees of Incheren. Yeah, uh, in and uh, you know, but it's so weird. I, I kept going, who's really the, the best actor here? Because they, they kind of had equal roles. But I guess Colin Farrell was kind of at the, the spear tip. This, if there's a slam dunk this year, it's this one. It will be Ki Hui Kwan from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah. He won the SAG, won the Critics' Choice Awards, won the Golden Globes. That would be the sweep. Yeah. And uh, let's see. We just have, have a second here. So animated feature. I'm going Puss in Boots. But I also like Guillermo del Toro's uh, Pinocchio. Uh, it will be Guillermo. It'll, it'll be Pinocchio. Yeah, Pinocchio. What about Marcel, you know, the shell? Everybody really, really liked that. It might be. I mean, I have will and should as Pinocchio, but might is the next one. Marcel, the shell with shoes on. Okay. Hey, that does it for the movie show. We've had a great time here. Thanks to all of you for tolerating the movie show. Every week we love being with you. Tonight when you go home, please make sure that you hug the people you love. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone 
and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.